Welcome to Linealite podcast section. Visit our website linealite.com. Light and Talk with Daniela Biloria. Sustainability, a step towards reducing light pollution and visual chaos. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast section. Our guest today is Daniela Viloria, who, with a more than 10-year experience, works as a senior lighting designer at Studio Broadway Malian in Madrid. What are we talking about today? Good morning, Silvia. Thanks for your invitation to share some personal reflections around lighting. Well, when I received your proposal, I knew that today we should be talking about sustainability. There is no doubt that artificial lighting has improved our lives in so many ways, but there are some side effects that have been understood a few years ago, very recently, and need to be known. Sustainability and lighting is not only about energy saving, there is much more to take into account. What are you referring to when you say that the development of lighting systems has improved human life, but at the same time has caused negative effects? Well, there are many different considerations. I will summarize some of them. Let's see. Technology often goes beyond our capability to predict its real effects. And when the artificial lighting system rapidly spread around the globe at the beginning of the last century, we couldn't imagine the visual chaos that it could bring to our cities. Now it's time to sped back and find the right balance. Then we have the carbon footprint that lighting system necessarily leave during its production and lifespan. That needs to be reduced. But sadly, this footprint is often increased by the race for the lowest price that ends up with unethical manufacturers producing very bad quality fixtures that not only deliver terrible results in terms of performance, but in terms of the side effects on our health and environment. Finally, it is very important to know that the lighting that is thrown to the atmosphere with no purpose is highly disruptive for the ecosystem. It could affect the life cycle of plants and animals, as human beings were also part of the nature, and we also suffer the effect of using the wrong light or even the right light on a wrong way. So again, all these are the results of the low quality of some fixtures and the bad design practices that put the price and the wow effect over the real well-being. That's why professional lighting designers and high-quality manufacturers such as Linear Light and many others have to work together to put this information on the table of those who are making the decision for our cities. Which is the impact of uncontrolled lighting emissions in the wildlife and in the human health? Going from the general to the specific, all living beings are coded to sustain life over a light and dark cycle set by our relation with the sun. Many of our behaviors and vital functions are dependent on that cycle, since the light is a main trigger for our body clock. When it comes about the wildlife, let's think about the nocturnal birds and insects that need the darkness for their reproduction, nourishing, hide from predators. The migration of some bird species happens during the night and artificial light could alter their journey in many ways. And when it comes about human beings, the disruption of our circadian rhythm is linked to many health problems such as insomnia, stress, depression, low performance, and even diabetes, hormonal disorders, and many others. But it's not only about having too much light or bad light during the night. It is also about the lack of light that we have during daytime. Since we used to spend 90% of our time on indoor spaces, and the technology to simulate daylight with artificial systems is very new. 
Which are the principles on which you base your projects? That depends a lot on the project, but in general terms, when it is an outdoor space or a facade, I'm very careful in the selection of the optics to avoid having unuseful emissions to the sky and opposite to what many things. This doesn't mean darker spaces or shy designs. We can have an exciting night identity. We just need to reset the codes and language of the nightscape. If it's an, out, an indoor project, it will depend on the program for that space. A workplace, a shopping center, or a residential project require completely different approaches. On places to spend longer, longer periods, it's important to consider the circadian rhythm of the inhabitants. But on circulation areas or big public spaces, it seems more important to control the efficiency of the fixtures. I would like to conclude this interview by asking you what it is that makes you love your job so much. Along 12 years, I have enjoyed many different phases of my career. At the very beginning, I was amazed by the capability to transform surfaces and spaces in magical ways. Every new accessory, technology or device was like a new toy for a child. Now I feel more critical about many novelties I see around. Now I take it slower. But on the other side, I have fallen in love with some educational opportunities I have recently taken. The opportunity to exchange knowledge, experiences and ideas with younger minds is extremely rewarding to me. I really think it's fundamental to spread the culture of good lighting among designers' communities. And there is a long wait ahead yet. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Sylvia and Linea Light team. Hope to see you all around on new exciting projects. Thank you for joining us. Discover more on our website, linealight.com.